Well, Levitt head football coach Mike Hathaway, you know, uh, last week when we talked, I think that there was a, at least a sense around that York's a pretty good football team, yep. and uh, I, I'll be honest, I was expecting you were going to be in a dogfight. Yeah, um, you know, our, our kids came out and played really good football uh, at the beginning of the game, and we kind of got up on them early. And, uh, you know, then our, our defense, once we kind of settled in a little bit uh, against their pass game, we defended pretty well. And uh, it was a good showing. It seems to me every time I've talked, your team has gotten off to a good start. Yeah, we started fast. We've had a lot of, uh, a lot of big plays in the first quarter. Um, and, and, you know, it's not any one guy. You know, this week it was Damian Calder. Um, you know, he, had, he only touched the ball four times. He scored all four. Uh, he had three runs. Uh, on jet sweeps, and then he had a, uh, another wheel that he caught down the sideline on a play-action play. Uh, so, you know, I mean, really, I think the thing you could probably attribute it to the most is our blocking. Our, you know, we really preach on the perimeter that our guys got to block for each other. That's part of the spread offense. We're going to spread the ball around. A lot of guys are going to touch it, but if you don't block for your teammates, then you're not going to play. And, uh, you know, so our line's doing a good job of getting that initial, you know, push up front and getting us to the second level, and then our you know, our receivers are doing a great job downfield of staying on bodies and, and springing us for some big plays. So it, it helps to start fast. I thought maybe you were going to say it was the pregame speech you gave each week that was getting you <laughs> No, I, I, don't think, I don't think that's it. They, uh, you know, we, we try to do a good job with that. We, we've had, you know, a few, probably a few good pregame speeches this year. But I think, you know, it was homecoming, so the kids are pretty fired up. And, uh, but our guys just love playing football. So, you know, when it's game day, they're, they're ready. And, and when 7 o'clock rolls around, they're ready to go. So. You know, exactly what you said, though, of the games that I've done these last few years, those teams that have the guys that do block on the perimeter, it's the big play suddenly. Yeah. You know, I think it's hard for a high school team to take the ball at the 25-yard line and drive 75 yards, three yards, four yards, maybe a 10. You're going to make a mistake or something's going to happen, a nice play on defense. Those big plays are a backbreaker, though, for the other team. Yeah, they are. I mean, in the Cape game the week before, we had a couple in the second half, and all of a sudden the lead was, you know, it went from 14 to 28 in a couple of plays. So, you know, that, that changes the game in a hurry, and, and we've got a few guys that have some big play potentials. So, you know, we keep trying to find some ways each week to get the ball in their hand and, and do some things early in the game. And, you know, we, we, we had some plays that we liked, and, and they went well. So that, you know, that makes you feel good about your game plan and, and gives the kids confidence going in that, you know, we, we've got a good scheme for the week. So, Anybody else other than Damian Calder that you want to uh, You know, I thought Bradley Moreau ran the ball really well from the tailback spot. He hits the hole really, really quick. Uh, he's senior for us. He played a lot last year at tailback as well. He's, we kind of rotate some guys there. Uh, but he probably got the bulk of the carries um, the other night. You know, both teams were no huddle. And he doesn't play as much on the defensive side of the ball, so we were able to keep him pretty fresh on O. So it was good to see him. Uh, and, and Tommy Casey, again, you know, both sides of the ball was, was pretty dominant. Uh, you know, up front on that left side, the, the, you know, Damien's three touchdown runs were right behind Tommy. And uh, defensively, I think for the fourth game in a row, he let us in tackles. So uh, we're getting some good play out of him. And then Al Peabody at strong safety was his regular self with a – you know, an interception and, and forced a fumble, and, you know, he's kind of always around the ball. So, uh, you know, we, we're getting some good play out of our defense overall. Those those guys, uh, you know, we, we faced some different teams. That You know, MCI was a power run team, and then, you know, Cape, uh, you know, a little bit more of a passing team, and then York, a lot of screens, and they line up in a lot of formations and stuff. So, our, you know, our defensive staff has done a nice job with the game plans, and our uh, our defense has played really well so far. So we're happy. Yeah, I, we always think of it offensively, but – 
I've said for a long time now, you can't be a dumb athlete anymore. No. Maybe maybe those days, maybe they were and maybe they weren't, but it seemed like there was a lot of that way back. And now, like you say, you play four or five teams and you've got four or five different schemes and it's totally different. The kids have to really know what they're doing. They have to pay attention to the assignments. It's quite a bit different. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, you... You have to, uh, lots of times that's what separates who can play and who can't sometimes. You know, when you get to, you know, when you're deciding that in the end of the preseason, well, who's, who's going to be the, the second linebacker or whatever, lots of times the, the last straw is, is who knows what they're doing. Uh, so, you know, we, we preach film study and, and we have meetings where we do things. We have sheets that we give out with tendencies, um, and the, the guys are expected to know that. And, um, you know, we, we also expect a high level of communication on defense, so... You know, that's been big for us, you know, a lot of things that we're calling out before the snap or, or adjusting to formations and things like that, uh, you know, we've, we've handled fairly well. Uh, Stephen Gray is our free safety, second-year starter, senior captain, really good leader. Um, you know, having that type of guy, you know, we had DeAndre James a couple of year, years ago who was the same type of guy. That type of voice and, and leadership in the back of the secondary, uh, you know, that helps quite a bit. And, uh, you know, Cole Melanson in the middle of the defense up front at nose, uh, you know, he's he's a, a very smart, high IQ football guy. So uh, having that guy up there with the front to help those guys out is, is pretty good. So we, we've been able to do some different things. We've played a lot of personnel packages. We, we played a lot of nickel last week. Um, you know, we had to play a lot of our, uh, you know, our heavy personnel the first week. So, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of good play out of a lot of guys. So it's good. Now in the Comus, um, of course, they haven't been in football forever. They're a fairly new team, but I... We played them when I was uh, coaching at Oak Hill, yep. and, and uh, you know the the town has really gone nuts over football. They they love it. They've they've built a new tower, and you know all yep. those kind of things. And they've had some success lately. Yeah, uh, you know Coach Rogers has done a nice job up there. Um, I think he came over from Lawrence, worked with Coach Harrison over there for a while. So he's you know he's got a good football uh, background. And you know to me when I watch them, it's a team that you know we we played them a little bit a few years ago and. Uh, under some different coaches or whatever, and, and they always had some guys who had a little bit of talent, but they were always a little undermanned. Uh, looks like their numbers are a little bit better this year, um, but you, you can see they're really fundamental. Um, you know, they, they have pretty good technique up front. They've got some pretty good size up front too, uh, some some big boys, and they've got a couple of guys who can run the ball. Uh, they've got a little slot receiver who's good on counters and in the return game and things like that. So, you know, they've done a nice job putting their schemes together and. and um, you know, I, I, we, we're thinking that, you know, that team will probably finish in the top half of C North, so it, it'll be a big heel point game for us. Uh, one other thing before we finish up. Yeah. Um, article in the paper, um, Orono High School, a uh, very proud uh, traditional football power yep. up north, and uh, played them when Josh was here. Uh, very good football team. And yep. uh, Bob Sinclair has been a great coach for a long, long time. I think this is his 37th year. Yep, sure has. Um, and he's doing the job of the youth program. Their youth program is as good as anybody's. Yep. But they were down to, according to the paper, 13 suited players to begin the game. Right. Um, what's the magic number? What? Uh, I mean, 22 makes sense to me. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I mean, was going to say over 20. You know, if, if it's hard to, you know, I mean, if, if you don't have 22 for practice, that makes things pretty difficult, I would think. Um, you know, so if you get to the point where you're below 22, maybe that's where we start talking about, you know, eight-man football. I think, you know, you can you can survive with 18 or 19, but then you get a couple injuries in the game, and all of a sudden you're putting kids into the game that really shouldn't be in there. And, uh, 
you know, that, that's not, as a coach, that's not something you want to do is, you know, put a kid into a situation where you know he's going to be unsuccessful and, and it might be unsafe if he's a freshman or, or whatever. So, you know, those are, uh, those are tough decisions. And, you know, guys like Jim Hurson at Dirigo and Dean Plan at Old Orchard, uh, you know, those guys have been battling numbers for a while. And, uh, you know, Ron Ross, when he was down at Trait, was, was kind of similar. I mean, they, you know, they found a way and, you know, they had some tough kids and you can get through it, but I, it's hard to sustain over a long period of time like that without, you know, without some numbers, so. Yeah, I worry about the numbers, and I always worry about uh, when a kid starts in the fall, it's different than what he looks like in the spring. Right. And uh, when I was a scout, we, we never saw a freshman. Yep. I, we never played a freshman. Right. They had their own team. They had plenty of kids. Yep. We had plenty of kids. The, the dwindling of the numbers and some of the other things has led us all into playing those really young kids. And when they're playing a kid that's 18, yeah, no, <laughs> he used to say, "Benefit, live eighteen, living on his own in an apartment." Right. You know, tough yep. kids. <laughs> they, uh, you know, we a, a few years ago, we we had a couple back to back classes that had less than ten when they were junior seniors, and you're talking only like maybe fourteen kids between the two classes, and uh, we had to start four freshmen that year, and you know we didn't want to, and they were extraordinary for freshmen, but but those guys weren't ready, and I mean you're talking Cole Morin, Cam Jordan. Alan Peabody, Riley, yeah. Riley Parmenter, those are four of the best players in the league as, as juniors. And, you know, they were studs growing up in youth football and middle school and everything. But, you know, when you're a freshman and, you know, you roll out there and it's, uh, you know, we were in Class B that year too. So, you know, we played Brunswick in the preseason and Skowhegan. And then we had, we had to go to Marshwood that year. Uh, Westbrook was pretty good that year. Um, you know, Greeley, Falmouth, like those are Biddeford. Those are big schools. Uh, so, you know, asking those those uh, freshmen, especially being one of the smallest schools in the league, to, to do that, that, you know, that wasn't really something we wanted to do. And, uh, you know, they, they, it, it made them a little bit tougher, but if we didn't have to do it, we certainly wouldn't have. Sure. Well, listen, Coach, good luck against Nokomis, and uh, I'll be back uh, next week. Sounds good. All right, take care.